Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. We got some hotties next door, though. I'll tell you that. Oh, do you? What's the situation oh, oh look like? God. Oh, yeah. What's the setup? You got one picked out yet? Or are you going to play the field? No, I haven't really seen all the prospects yet. So I need to, I need to go back and rank them when I go back. <laughs> uh, there, there are a couple five stars, though. And then also that- a couple three stars. So we'll see. Oh, man, we haven't heard that voice in a long time. That's Ethan Grossman. That's for you, Jack. Hello, ladies. That's right, Jack Grossman on the line. We're going to bring him in in just a moment. It's the roundtable here on ESP 680 105.7. It's been a great show today. Anna Tarullo, James Black, and then intern Max with the Golden Voice. Hey, uh, tonight, don't forget, 7.30 p.m. on 93.9 The Ville. You have Louisville basketball at Clemson. The game's at 9. Alex White network coverage starts at 7.30 p.m. Then Thursday, Louisville women's basketball versus Syracuse, 6 p.m. on 93.9 The Ville. Then Bellarmine basketball over here on ESPN 680, 105.7. Bellarmine basketball at Kennesaw. So there you go. Let's go ahead and do it. Jack Grossman. <clears throat> sorry. The field of 68, <laughs> Floyd Street's finest. Jack Grossman, welcome into the show. Uh, how was that Ethan uh, Grossman rejoined? you like that? That took me back. <laughs> it really did. No, those were the days. I'm. Uh, I, I was actually. I was, I was hanging out with one of the other guys that was with him. One of those times. Oh, really? Uh, over the weekend. Yes, and and it was funny to get kind of the side of the story from someone who was watching Ethan while he would make an ass of himself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not he Ethan. was scouting. He was scouting. All he's doing is scouting. Now, now Jack, yeah. Yeah, something magical's happened, Anna. <laughs> okay. So... I am now in a in a text group oh. with Jack Grossman and Cam Drubbin from the Lexington Herald Leader. Just you three? Just the three of us. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the way, like Cam's on the radio, he, he's with us every Thursday on the mm-hmm. Blitz. And he's so well-spoken yeah. and mellow and chill. Uh-huh. Like he's an assassin. Oh, like he's, just a silent assassin. He's mean to Jack. A stone-cold killer. Yeah. Oh, Jack, yeah, am I wrong are- here? We're, we're 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 mean to each other. Is it the type that he's mean and you like don't pick up on it initially and then you take away? Well, like, Wait a minute! I know it's all in good fun. Yeah. Like, but at the same yeah. time, I'm like, damn. See, like, I love that. I love yeah. the roast. Oh, he roasts Jack. Thing is, Cam's pretty bad at battling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not very good. He goes from zero to f bomb too quick. Uh oh. He tries 
so hard to battle and to be good at it, and he's just not. And honestly, most of the time that he's trying to battle, it, it's me just telling him to just have to, to take him down a bit. You say, "All right, buddy, we we know you, you hit the same three points every single time. You always go to the Indiana special season. You always go to <laughs> so it's personal to, battle. You know, call yeah. someone a loser or a bum. He tries to be like you, Strebel. That's really what he does. <laughs> That's a compliment. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm influencing. Uh, now, <laughs> the Jack, youth of America. Are you good at battling? Are you a stone cold assassin? Or do you let the emotions I mean, get I'm the best of you? That's not saying much, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, Whoa. There's a shot fired right there. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Now, Jack, if, if you don't want to answer this question, you don't have to. But you did tell me something Saturday. I didn't see it until I woke up Saturday morning because I'm an old man. Or Sunday morning, sorry. And I go to bed. Uh, if I'm in, if I'm, if I'm not in bed before midnight, like I'm, I'm useless, okay? <laughs> so I wake up Sunday morning. It just says... Someone asked me if I work for the CIA or the NSA. <laughs> so where, where were you? What? And what exactly happened What were you that? saying? Yeah, what were you doing? <laughs> so, you got a camera. He was in bushes. Um, got a periscope just, out of some bushes. For full transparency, I... I did not realize I sent that text. Um, oh, that tweet? So you were out late. Really oh, it was a text. So, yeah, so, so yeah, I had... Text. I, I worked during the day Saturday. Yeah. So I had Saturday night off. I didn't have to work until Sunday night. Oh, nice. So I had a rare instance for me where I had Saturday <laughs> night where I could do whatever the heck I wanted. Uh-oh. So, Hello, so I had um I have a friend who I grew up here, or I grew up in Louisville with that lives down here now. Okay. Who um, has a roommate who's kind of more involved with the Jewish community. And there was this thing. Phil Baker would be proud of this. Because back in the Sunday morning hangover days, he would always joke that I would have a second bar mitzvah when I turned 26. Well, here I am now, <laughs> turning 26, and I went yeah. to a thing that was literally billed as an adult bar mitzvah. Oh, awesome. And, uh, yeah. What? So, an adult so, like, bar mitzvah? Dressed, yeah, so like, I dressed what? up in like a, a like a sport coat. Nice pants, got looking looking all good. Wearing you know the Ken Grossman you know sport coat he made me last year. Oh yeah, is that your dad? Yeah, his his. Yeah, so I feel like a baller. Now, Dad, let me pause you for a second. Yeah, Yeah, his dad like he he makes like custom made like high class. I knew that he like he yeah he like made clothes for like Rick Pitino and Chris Mack like this dude that sold Denny Crum the red jacket. He sold yeah. yeah, Famous. the iconic, yeah, the iconic red jacket uh, jacket oh came from Ken Grossman. Yeah, he's like he he's a big deal in the Louisville community. Lord have mercy. Okay, go ahead, Jackie. So you had one of your dad's custom made coats on. Yeah, so I'm feeling good. You know, <laughs> and, and when I said it was a bar mitzvah party, it was a bar mitzvah party in every sense of the word. With a Torah, word. it was. Um, that was the only thing it was missing, which, which I was just, I was bummed. It's kind of a critical it, it, part. It, it, it yeah. Aura, but there were about 450 Jews that were, you know, all like mid-20s to like like early 30s. Just Yamaka? That's amazing. In the I did see a few Yamakas, yes. Nice. But, Hell yeah. But where, where I'm guessing the text came from was afterwards, <laughs> me and some friends went to a bar. And at that point, you know, we're all wearing, you know. Sport coats and blazers, and everyone else is like what they wear at a bar. Right, right. <laughs> so, so that's why we were overdressed for the bar we were at. <laughs> So they immediately thought CIA. So they thought CIA and NSA for you. Sounds a little bit more likely than 26-year-old so. bar mitzvah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. 
I like that idea though. Like we should all let's get like a let's get reconfirmed. Yeah, exactly. We get or have a, a, another confirmation let's party, or, or we can have a second Eucharist. Come on, and have a second Eucharist <laughs> it's party. The blood of Christ. <laughs> yeah, Freaking exactly. We're all let's taking go. blood of Christ shots. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a great idea. Right so now. <laughs> we should we should follow up with this. So Jack, someone was it a lady or a guy that thought you were in the CIA? A lady. Hopefully a lady. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't recall this. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't recall it at all. <laughs> you had that okay, let me go back. So you don't remember sitting? Okay, so let me go back. I gotta go. I, will, I promise everyone we'll talk about college basketball. This is too funny to, to. to not to, like dive into. So let me go, Jack. Oh, my God. oh no, I have you as in my phone is just Grossman. Sorry, Grossman. Grossman. Okay, so. There we go. Uh, Grossman and Cam. Here we go. All right. It says here. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. We're talking about the dinner. Sorry, I got to jump in here. So am I in your phone? It's just black? No, no, no. It's James. No, it's, 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 it's James Black. Don't answer. Oh, man. Where did, this, where did this Where did this go? Where did this? Maybe it was it to my personal text line? No, this, it, it was, I, I'll put it this way. I know it was to you and Cam because I woke up. At like one thirty in the afternoon the next day. Yeah, and and I was going through all my texts that I'd missed from earlier in the day. I found and I you saw that. that, and I saw you guys going back and forth. More than I saw that, I was like, "Huh? I guess I, I guess that was the thing." That <laughs> this happened. is okay. Said, I found it. Huh. I, I forgot we texted on Sunday too. Okay, I found it. Sunday, you you texted this to me Sunday at one nineteen a.m. Just got asked if I work for the NSA or CIA. So yeah, there one nineteen a.m. One nineteen a.m. Okay. me. I so said- that's what I, that's what I woke up to Sunday morning. I was like, "What the hell?" I was like, "Where did that come from? Where did that come from?" Maybe he is. <laughs> we can't tell us. Cam's, Cam's follow up text. People are calling the UK women's coach the the the, the women's coach version of Kenny Payne. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh! When Cam first started the Herald Leader, he was on the women's basketball team. He was. That's actually true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Kyra though. and won the SEC tournament. She did. He carried so much water for Kyra Elsie and that program, and pumped them up so much. <laughs> and now he's trying to pretend like. <laughs> That's amazing. I love this. All right, Jack Grossman with us here on the roundtable ESPN 680-1057. All right, Jack, we'll we'll go ahead and look, I'm not gonna we're not gonna talk Louisville. We're just not. I think there's no point in it. Who cares? It was embarrassing. We're gonna move on. Uh Kentucky, they get the win on Saturday. But the one Louisville thing I want to ask you, did you you might have talked about already? Did you see the photo go around on Twitter of Karan Davis on the jump? Yes. He was back at the game, man. I mean he Every time you think it can't get more unbelievable, it gets more unbelievable. He's trying to prove a point. He was at the women's game a couple weeks ago. I don't. He was at the women's game a couple weeks ago with Mike James. Did you see that? That I can understand more. (laughs) You didn't see that. I, I didn't see that. No. Yeah, didn't he, he go women's... to like a double header? Yeah, he went to the women's game with with well, Mike I know, James. I know he's been going to he, did <laughs> he did so nothing wrong. He did nothing wrong. He did nothing wrong. Unsure. So with, with Kentucky, Jack, they they pick up a road win at Arkansas. I know Arkansas is terrible. They're ten and ten, one and six in the SEC. But it looked it looked like curtains for the Cats early. We did a live stream of that game. A very fun live stream. Go check that on ESPN Louisville Plus. Um, where it looked like Kentucky was once again not going to score the way. And again, they didn't score the way they had been scoring. But they pull out the victory without Rob Dillingham, which is a big deal. And the question that I want to ask you, Jack. 
not about winning that game or the defense or whatever. Something that something happened Saturday that I, was unexpected. We 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 had the Aaron Bradshaw stuff, and you know he he's had a couple good games, couple double doubles. You had the Zvonimir Visic shows up and and balls out. Everyone falls in love with them. But it looks like Jack that John Calipari is now pivoting towards Ugana Onyenso as his go to seven footer. He played twenty five minutes. He's had the most blocks out of all three of them. He was steadier. He he seems to be a more physical presence than Aaron. Bradshaw and Zvon Marivicic on defense. What did you make of John Calipari playing Ugana and Yenso that many minutes in that critical of a game? They they had to win that game not to start tail spinning. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, you know, when you look at it, he's obviously the least heralded of the three, the least talked about of the three, but he's the only dude that's been on a college campus now for multiple years. He's been a college strength program for multiple years that physically can take that, you know, we don't talk about it too much in Kentucky. They always have so many one-and-dones and guys that are there for a year, but he can take that traditional freshman to sophomore year jump physically to where he's just more able to physically match up with a team like Arkansas especially that's going to play a really physical style, try to bruise you, try to really bully you at times. And I think he could have seen what happened in the South Carolina game where Kentucky got punked on from a physical stance, and that's really kind of what happened in that game. Yeah. And said, look, I need to buy the fact that, that you know, they have trouble staying in front of guys, guys uh, to prevent drives and said, I need our guy that's the most physically ready to play big-time college basketball. May not be the most skilled and on the offensive end, which he hmm. definitely isn't of the three, but the dude that's going to be your best defensive presence, your best shot blocker, and your best rebounder. And that goes kind of against everything that Kentucky's done this year and what the bread and butter for them has been this season. But in a game like this, where without Rob Dillingham, the offense isn't going to be as good as it is, and you know Arkansas was very much back against the wall, desperate. They needed that win to try to save their season yeah. pretty much. They, they, they might be toast now, but but he, he, turned to, he turned to the guy that said, okay, we need the dude that's the most physically ready to play in a type of game like this, and you got to in the end, so answer. He didn't score a bunch of points, but you know, as you said, blocking more shots, rebounding the basketball, and doing the little things that, yeah, you know, Big D against Georgia was really, really insane and flashy and all that, but UK, especially when they get Dillingham back, has enough scoring. That's what that was my point. And, yeah, and, on Monday. And the question, and the question's always been with you know Big G, especially you know Bradshaw coming off the injury, is these guys are skilled, but are they physically ready for SEC basketball? Right. And so far, the answer, you know, especially for Big Z's, kind of been no outside of that Georgia game. And Bradshaw, you know, he's had moments. He played really well in the North Carolina game against Baycott. He did. But but, but when when he when he uh, until he got into foul trouble, but. But he's been a little hit or miss there. That's just kind of part of the development program, I think, with him and to try to develop that consistency. Mm-hmm. To where right now, you know, Onyenzo isn't the guy that's going to, you know, score the most points for you, and he's not going to stretch to the floor. It might, you know, clog the lane up a little bit more. But when you still got four other guys that can shoot the ball, you can get away with one dude that, that can't shoot on, on the court. Yeah, it's if when he... you have two or three, that, that really went, or if you're – Indiana four, um, where you really get into the issues on on that point, where you can get away with it. You're, you may not be the best offense in the country mm-hmm. for possession wise when Onyenjo's on the floor, but I think the defense that he can add when he's playing well on that end side of side of things can really really help Kentucky 
and especially in a game like this against Arkansas or when you get into an NCAA tournament game when they're going to have to eventually win a slugfest. Absolutely. And you look at the, the minute breakdown. Aaron Bradshaw, 12 minutes, no points, uh, three rebounds. Then you had Vesich only had two minutes, no points, two rebounds. On Yenso comes in. Uh, he has four rebounds, 25 minutes, three blocks. I think that's the key stat right there, the three blocks. He, yeah. he shut down the middle in Arkansas penetrating uh, to the inside. And he, then he added six points. I mean, if you can get six to 12 points from you gone on in, so that's a win. So I, 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 I look, Calipari said after the game, I don't know if you saw it or Jack, but saw it or not, but he said, look, this might be a situation now where I, you know, I start on Yenso over Aaron Bradshaw and he comes off the bench. And, you know, I, I'm wondering if that was like kind of a mental game he's playing with, with, with Bradshaw or how much he actually means that. Cause we know how Cal is with his words. He can be, he can be pretty uh, right. loose <laughs> with what he says. <laughs> but it's also worse cause, cause he started to do the arrow against Arkansas, right? He did. Yeah. He, well, he benched Justin Edwards. Yeah. You're, you're, that's a great point right. by you. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not sure that, you know, especially you can hear what I just said. I don't know if I would go with both Fierro and Danienzo at the same time for long stretches of time. Hmm. Because even though both of those guys really good hustle players, def- really good defensively, I just, I'm not, that, that's where you kind of get to the issue of, okay, now you're playing with Ugana, who is zero threat to shoot the ball, and then a Fierro who, is probably streaky at best from the Yeah, he can shoot a little bit, but not consistent. Yeah, Yeah. and and Justin Edwards hasn't been a great shooter this year also. No. So, also, but you're you're kind of looking and saying, okay, if you're going to play Uganda a bunch of minutes, how do you adjust the rest of the line? line? You know, when you're playing Uganda and Trey Mitchell, that absolutely works. 100%. Because, you know, Trey Mitchell can stretch the four. He can be that stretch four or stretch five that we've seen at times mm-hmm. to where I think I, I like that a little bit more offensively than pairing him with uh, Thierry or, or, or even Justin Edwards at this point. What, uh, Jack Grossman with us, Field of 68, Floyd Street's finest. You can check him out there, our guy in Atlanta. Uh, I mean, three major basketball games on Saturday, Jack. You have Houston at Kansas, Duke at North Carolina, and then Tennessee at Kentucky. Uh, out of those three games, which one really has you excited and ready to go? for some college basketball on Saturday. I mean, those, those are heavyweight matchups. Those are haymakers after haymakers. They are. They are. I mean, like, this is the type of weekends we live for all year. And I oh, yeah. Even, you know, mention the fact that, you know, Purdue travels to Madison for to play Wisconsin on Sunday. Yeah. you got Ricky P hosting UConn, UConn earlier in the day on Saturday. That's a nooner, yeah, I, think. I think. Yeah, that is a nooner. Uh, I, I honestly... Like, Duke Carolina is always going to be the headliner nationally. ESPN's going to pump the crap out of the game all week. And, and, and for the first time in a few years, I'm actually fine with it because, like, they're both in the top ten. Carolina sure. might be the best team in the country. I'm hopefully going to get to see them tonight because I'm off work. But the uh, oh, yeah. tickets are. Yeah. Georgia yeah, Tech? I had, God, I, I, had, I had it in place. I was going to go with a couple friends. Tickets are only going to be 40 bucks. And then one of my buddies was like, let's just wait and see the tickets drop. And now they're sitting about $130. A oh, wow. Yeah, that buddy, that's a so, bad job by your buddy. I know. <laughs> I it, would be cheaper, it would be cheaper for me to see LeBron tonight than for me to see I Jordan saw Tech that. <laughs> you should go see LeBron. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Luca drop 73 on Friday. Oh, that heck was yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. But to get back to the, to the question at hand, and here, I, I'm probably... I really, really want to see Kentucky and, and Tennessee because, hmm. you know, it's in Rupp Arena and, and, you know, Kentucky doesn't typically lose at Rupp Arena and that kind of defaults to like, okay, you know, the home team will win. And I think the game in Knoxville will be even more interesting to see if UK can win a game like that on the road. But yeah. Tennessee, Golden Connect, 
has been the best scorer in the country the last three, four weeks. No, Jack. He has been absolutely (laughs) incredible. And I want to see see what Kentucky can do, one, to try to slow him down on the offensive end, and two, how they attack Tennessee. Because Tennessee, like South Carolina, like Arkansas, they're going to punch you in the face defensively. (laughs) I mean, they play as physical as any team in the country. And I want to see how UK can handle that type of defensive pressure. They're not as good defensively as they were last year because they give up a little bit Mm -hmm. there by blank connect so many minutes. And the gaining kid isn't phenomenal defensively who um i I think ziegler's starting at this point but he was starting earlier in the year but you know you guys know the names names it was was the guy ziegler santiago vescovy oh yeah and all the front line josiah jordan james is somehow still there he's been there for about a decade (laughs) yeah i mean i mean the mayshack kid's still there i mean they've got the same team like the Schofield grant williams team was there forever now these dudes have been there forever they, they did never have any turnover they never had turn- no you're right yeah. rick barnes just to stick around they never have turnover it seems like now that big goon last year he left finally they just would go in there and punch people in the face i hated that guy whatever his name was that big goon that's all i remember the big goon but but even even without him they, they got a lot of goons and they're gonna you know try to physically impose their will against Kentucky and I want to see if if UK can match that physicality and and make it you know get force Tennessee out in transition and make it more of an up and down type game that that will obviously favor UK and then Houston Kansas I know you guys were talking about the two pay jokes earlier but <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but that game's fascinating to me I I, I it is Houston year one in the Big 12 of Calvin Sampson. Which, by the way, when you asked me about a month ago, I picked Houston over Kansas to win the Big 12. And that was not a popular pick. With, you You're know, looking good now, though, uh, Jack. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Iowa State's winning all their home games. Texas Tech is randomly 6-1 and one in the league. Yeah. yeah no, I, like where, I, I really like where Houston's at at, at this point to where, where can they go in and slay the Dragon year one in Fog Allen Fieldhouse against a Kansas team that's going to be Really, really desperate for a win. I don't know if you guys saw in the Houston, Houston, Texas game last night. That was a phenomenal. Yeah, it was. Game. Houston ended up winning it overtime. Yeah, Houston yeah. won in overtime. Jamal Shedd was spectacular in the game before fouling out. And they overcame a cold shooting night for Manuel Sharp and LJ Cryer to still win over a Texas team that's been playing better ball the last few weeks. So where winning on the road in that building is a really hard thing to do, not to go all full, you know, break out the Lachlan McLean argument, it's hard to win on the road. Right. Sorry, Lock, it kind of has been hard. It's been really hard for, like, difficult to win on the road for everybody. Yes, but... But for them to win that game was really impressive. And, you know, they only have two losses in Big 12 play, and they've both been one-possession games on the road against TCU and Iowa State. Two very, very, again, difficult places to win. To where they can go in and really disrupt Kansas' offensive flow, really, again, physically take it to the Jayhawks and make them guard in in space, guard the pick and roll, take advantage of – Dickinson in the drop coverage. I think they can go in there and win the game. I, I do too. I know, it, it, it's tough to pick them to actually do it because you know, fog it's fog out. out. Is, it, I mean, I mean, it's just fog out. That's just what Kansas does. They win games in fog out. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. hard to imagine them losing a big game in that atmosphere there. But I think Houston has the piece to do it. I'm telling you, Purdue, Wisconsin. Don't sleep on that one on Sunday either. Wisconsin, I'm not huge on, but. 
But if if they were to find a way to win that game, they would have a two game lead on Purdue in the Big Ten. What do you think? Happened? And, go go ahead. Go ahead and finish. Well, I mean, and they actually—they're not, you know—they're not your father's Wisconsin. They actually score the basketball, <laughs> <laughs> right? Really, which is a very weird thing to say. Greg Guard's got to play that defense, Greg Jack, God, or that baby. offense. Yeah. Greg Guard. I mean, like Chucky Hepburn's one one of the better point guards in the country. AJ Stewart gives them an athletic wing that they really haven't had very often up there in Madison and you know Purdue's had some struggles on the road yeah, in the past so, so that that's one where Wisconsin right now they're, they're going to be a tournament team but the question is going to be where they get seated Purdue obviously has the best resume in the country and it's not particularly close if Wisconsin right. were to get that win over Purdue that's the type of game that could bump them from like a four seed to like a to, or maybe like a five seed to like a three seed. Yeah, absolutely. Like that would be absolutely monumental for them. And obviously, can they handle that? You can see even Crowell's a seven footer um, there for Wisconsin, but like, you know, it. He's just not Edie. He's not Zach Edie. Yeah. He's good, but he's just not Edie. So uh, that, that one will be really interesting on Sunday as well. Last one for you. What do you think about Duke, North Carolina? I just, you know, I've watched Duke, uh, you know, a, a few times here, Jack, and I'm just, I'm just not very impressed with them. I, I know they had the good record. They put them at number seven for some reason this week because they, because they, I guess because they, they beat, lose. they beat Clemson. It's incredible. It's incredible what happens when you don't lose in college basketball. Yeah, yeah, these didn't lose. Uh, yeah, that's after losing at home to Pitt. Uh, you know, the, the previous week, but that's that's another topic. Yeah. But anyway, so <laughs> so what I, I I mean, I just I don't I don't trust Duke. I don't believe in Duke. That's not me being a Shire hater or whatever. I just I've watched them play. They just there's something not right with them. They just haven't clicked the way everybody thought they would click. Like, mm-hmm. Proctor's had some big moments. He's been good. Philipowski's been fine, but he hasn't been, at least from what I've seen, as good as he was his freshman year. Like he, he missed a bunch of open threes in that Clemson game, and he was visibly frustrated with the way he was playing. Um, so, I just, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on this game? I think North Carolina beats them at home, and I don't think it's, and I don't think it's particularly close. Yeah, I mean, weird things happen, and in that rivalry to where, you know, they, they always – it's almost like, you know, people make the jokes about the NBA or the NFL scripts. That, like, I wouldn't be shocked if that rivalry was scripted. The way, <laughs> the way it, it seems to go sometimes, sometimes to where, you know, Carolina, again, hottest team in the country. Duke has had some struggles even though Tyrese Proctor – Kenny Payne might have been the get-right game for Tyrese Proctor because he's been, I think, over 20 points at every game since the Louisville. Yeah, he's been good. No, he has. He, he's, he, yeah, he's been so, good here lately, yes. Yeah, so he's kind of starting to turn the corner. Um, Jeremy Roach um, is back from that injury he yeah. played last night, and they, and they were able to pull away from a whatever Virginia Tech team and went on the road mm-hmm. road um, uh, last night. Was that that was you know impressive to see them close that out and win by double digits? Um, as impressive as it can be by beating Virginia Tech, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, on paper, like North Carolina, I think should win that game pretty easily. I mean, I mean, the question will be Philip House. He will take Baycott away from the basket, and how does? How, how does North Carolina adjust to that? Because Proctor and Roach are going to, to you know, have open driving lanes behind them if they can get by Kudo and, and R.J. Davis, who have been mm-hmm. for two dudes that are, that are six foot. They've been a really good defensive backcourt this year, which I don't think anyone saw coming, including myself. Which has been, again, I know we've talked about it at length. Just that's been the stunning thing about Carolina: the fact that they've been a top five defense in the country this year, and since. Since the Kentucky game, they've been the best defense in college basketball, mm-hmm. which has been just weird to, to think about. But but can can they defend Duke with that five out look, and can they they keep 
Duke's guards out of the lane. I think that, hmm. those will be the two questions. If they can do that, then they should win fairly easily. I mean, I, I don't think Duke can stop them on the defensive end. I mean, Mark Mitchell's a good defender, but I mean, like you, you look at it. I mean. I think Baycott should be able to have his way offensively over Filipowski. Yeah. And I like Carolina's guards to be able to score against against Duke's guards. And I think they'll be able to score points. If they can defend at a high enough level, I think they'll they'll win and and they should win fairly easily. But again, weird things happen sometimes in that game. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Jack Grossman, I'm going to read a couple um, <clears throat> texts for you here. Uh, texter says, what's the Yiddish phrase for hedging a high ball screen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I knew you'd like that. <laughs> uh, texter, did this adult bar mitzvah take place at Trixie's? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Magic City. Yeah, Magic City. <laughs> Magic City Mitzvah. <laughs> oh, God. I thought you'd like those. Jack, man, appreciate the time. Uh, take care. Uh, enjoy the basketball this weekend. Hopefully, uh, you, you get to see some live basketball tonight. Hopefully, you're not paying $120 for Georgia Tech, yeah. North Carolina. So. If I don't see it tonight, I will be seeing Bellarmine Scotty D on Thursday. So, that'll be, that'll oh, be fun. Oh, Ooh. there you go. Well, enjoy that. Thank you, Jack Grossman. Appreciate the time. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right. There we go. Jack Grossman. Good stuff. Always. He I'm knows his stuff. so curious about the CIA comment. I know. I want to know. Jack, I know. Remember. He can't remember if it was a guy or a girl that asked him this That's question. That's a problem. Absolutely. I think, yeah, Jack, Jack was, Jack was feeling sign. good. I've seen, he was. It was a bar mitzvah. What I've seen do? Jack like that. Have you? Oh, yeah. He just gets super giggly. That's the best. Yeah, he's so, everything's funny. Uh, he's the nicest guy. This is a met. nice guy, just like super nice and just laughing at everything. He's fun. You're kind of like that too, though. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. I'm very, but I, like I don't get like I get like that, and then now I just get tired. You just, yeah, it's so and it's so sad. I used to I'm be like, yeah, let's go let's to go three. Let's go to the best ever. And I'm yeah, like, then I'm sleep. like, like we had the tailspin L fest here in a couple weeks, and my wife's going with me for the first time. Of course. Yeah, she's going with me because we have friends that are going, and we're gonna go like go with this all is them. Like a beer fest? It's a beer fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah over off on Bowman Field. Yeah, it's, okay, it's okay, at Bowman yeah, Field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tailspin. And so, Got yeah, you. and so, yeah. Normally, I go, and I'm like, whoa, yeah, let's go. And this year, I'm like, I'm super worried that you're gonna get tired. Yes, I'm gonna get tired. I'm like, honey, are we ready to go home yet? Like, I don't want to be I like that. I think about that every time I go out now. Yeah. Am I too young for that? No, I'm not that young. You're, you're. I, I didn't start getting like this until about a year ago. A year, and you have twenty six kids. Yeah, and I have a lot of kids. I, you like, literally have fourteen kids. Yeah, about a year ago is when I felt like I got to be in bed. Like, yeah. I, and, and then Reed's getting baptized the next day. He is. Yeah, on Mar- yeah, on March third. Yeah, so it's like tailspin Elfest and Reed gets baptized. <laughs> That'll be smelling what like a, liquor. What a weekend! Like, thank what? you, Reed. Yeah, thank you. We yes. don't remember the baptism. The donations in the envelope. Thank, thank you. you very much. Yes, we appreciate it. Uh, thank, thank you for the you blessings. So much. We had to renew our baptismal Can I drink vows. That water yeah, we had to, yeah, renew our baptismal vows, which we will do. Oh god, we reject Satan and all his oh, works yeah, and gotta, everything. Yeah, yeah you gotta we do. We do. I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah, absolutely. 
absolutely. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we'll finish up the show the other end. There's a mock draft out that is uh, shocking, very shocking. I'll talk, ask you about that. We will react to Louisville versus Clemson at 9 p.m. in some way, shape, or form. And then what did Haley Van Lift do to Kim Mulkey? Hey, don't forget our good friends at Cox's and Evergreen Liquors, 27 area locations. You can walk in. You can drive through. You can get that delivery. Cox's and Evergreen Liquors, they've got it all because they're Louisville's go-to liquor store. And then tomorrow is a Cigar Wednesday. Buy three, get one free. You hear that? You buy three cigars. You get a cigar free. You'll be ready to roll for the weekend. It doesn't have to be Derby or Christmas or Thanksgiving or any other holiday. Every single Wednesday, Cox's or Evergreen Liquors, they're everywhere. Through our rock, you'll hit one here in Louisville. Uh, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Go to Cox'sLouisville.com. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Eli and I are friends. I, you know, I talked to him, you know, and I mean, look, last year he was enduring a lot more pressure than I'm enduring right now, right? I mean, he was getting a lot, you know, and he's having a heck of a year. And now now I'm picking his brain. Hey, man, what are you doing? What You know what I mean? What's going on? Because we don't play him next year. Welcome back to the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Strebel. That, that hurts me every time I hear it. Just him, him, him talking makes about me nauseous. Eli Drinkwitz. Drinkwitz has grown with me. To, like he's, I give him points. Max now. still hates him. See? He still thinks he's a nerd. I always draw a blank. Isn't that Satso assistant? Yes. Yeah. yeah he's an absent. They, they look They both alike. kind of have like similar glasses going Spaces, on. Like early talk, 2000s sa- nerd. Yes. They sound the same. They wear visors. Yeah. They're very but similar. But drink is funny. Yeah, he can be funny. He said that standing on business line, and then he said he was trying to get some signs from Connor Stallions. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. drink. Aren't we all? Uh, you funny. Additional programming. Excuse me. Wednesday, high school hour presented by the Cutter Group, 6 p.m. on ESP 680-1057. That'll be tomorrow. Then Local Sports Live, they'll be 7 p.m. on 93.9 The Ville. Saturday, the Victory Formation Sports Show with Jeff Lightsey and James Black, 10 until 11 a.m. on 93.9 The Ville. And then Sunday, the Sunday morning hangover, Nick Curran, Phil Baker, Zach Cantrell, ESPN 680-1057. An interesting show. Fun show, opinionated show, but a good show all the same. All right, so Anna, there were at four three seven nine six eighty UPS jobs text line. All right, Anna, there there was a mock draft. This is the Bleacher Report mock draft. Okay, and there are a lot of Kentucky guys. Well, let's go. A lot of Kentucky guys. So, who do you think's the highest? Um, I would say DJ. Nope. Okay, I would say uh, Reed. Nope. Aaron Dillingham. Yeah. They have Rob Dillingham going number six since Toronto Raptors. They actually had a move. He moved up from seven to six. 
And they pre- compare Start him. Start that man. I, I know. They, they, I love him. They compare him to Kimba Walker. Okay, so okay. He, I love that comparison. Okay. Actually, yeah. So that he's he's the highest at six. The next highest. The only other cat in the lottery at number twelve to the Bulls. Reed Shepard. He's number twelve. Non-starters. Bye. Bo- bo- like you said, bo- both both non-starters. I'm gonna light myself on fire. <laughs> his pro comparison is Dante DiVincenzo. That's his, of course, he's white. White, yeah. white boots. <laughs> Exciting white. There you go. Did you see you got sponsored by milk. Yeah, yeah, That's he's a milk in IL. Watch out, Cal. The NCAA might knock on your door. Milk. Now, no, that's just so funny. Now there are a lot of other cats in the in the in in, in the draft. Okay, so you got to bear with me because some of this is interesting. Okay, okay? so I had to zip through uh, next, next, next. Now, who do you think? Okay, so you had Reed twelve. Dillingham, six. Who okay. do you think's next off the board? I'm going to tell you, this person's not off the board until number 33 in the second round. DJ. No. Aaron. No. Not Justin. No. Okay, hold on. I don't know. Ivisich. Ivisich! They've got Ivisich going 33rd. Yes, and he would be going to... This is all mock. The Spurs. It says on him he had the college basketball scouting world buzzing after the debuting with three pointers, five board. Sorry, with three three pointers, five boards, three blocks, two steals, and a flashy behind the back assist. The performance highlighted a unique combination of seven two size, ball skill, and shot making. His follow-up appearance may have been more telling in terms of what he's ready to offer on a consistent basis. Ivisic picked up 3,010 minutes and looks slow executing and defending the perimeter. Shooting range, passing, and good energy will hold scouts' attention and interest. He's still more of a long-term project with wide-ranging outcome trajectory. So the NBA is very famous about... What can you do in the future? Right, you They're know, all about traje- kind of physical builds, trajectories. So yeah. that's what. So that's so he's next off the board. Uh, and who who made this list? This is on Bleacher Report. Okay. okay, okay. So we're still going. So there's more cats on here so in the first round. More this, cats? No, we're still in the second round. Now, okay, or second the only round. two in the first round are Reed and Rob. Okay. So and sec- how many picks in the in the first round? Like twenty eight or something? Yeah, something like that. There's yeah. fifty eight overall. Okay. So in the okay, still in the second round. Who do you think's next? So it's a Vsic, who do you think's next in the second round? Marantra. DJ. DJ's next. Okay. 37. I've guessed DJ every time. To the temple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. But he's fallen. I mean, and he's fallen out of the top 10. You think he's fa- just Justin Edwards. Well, wait. Just wait. So, yeah. You, you're, it's you're, like, you're go re- apply at FedEx. You're reading. <laughs> It's like, that's your draft pick. <laughs> FedEx you. just drafted you. <laughs> You're drafted by FedEx. He's been drafted by UPS. So he so he dropped all the way to 37. He was top 10. Top 10. Okay, Ooh. so that, so you've got now next on the board for the Cats. Bradshaw. I'm getting there. Hold on. <laughs> this I'm is still, not I'm a good still, sign. I'm still clicking. This is not a good sign. I'm still clicking. Next off the board at number 47. Shut up. Justin Edwards. So Justin he, is above Bradshaw. Yep, he dropped from the number one preseason number. Uh, not on all draft boards, but on multiple draft boards, he dropped from number one to now number forty-seven. And people are still picking him over Aaron Bradshaw. Yeah, explain it, that to me like I'm five. Yeah, please. so he says Justin Edwards doesn't have the 
the statistical profile of a one-and-done prospect, there may still be teams willing to buy low and bet on the track record of freshmen who've been up and down at Kentucky and managed to look better after a few NBA seasons. At this stage, gambling on Edwards shot-making becoming... Sorry, hold on. Sorry. (laughs) A reliable strength is worth a pick. What do you think that says, freshmen who've been up and down at Kentucky? I know they're freshmen. I know you develop more. I know you're young when you get in the league, but... That says something to me about mismanagement. Maybe. And, and look, there's been some guys, like, like for instance. Casey um, Wallace. Casey, well, no, I guess he started. I'm thinking more of like a, a uh, oh but gosh. It didn't oh. shine. It, yeah, it didn't shine. Oh, okay, uh, like William Gabriel. Yeah. Like when he, when he Gabriel's been on the Lakers roster, he gets in games. Jared Vanderbilt. He, he, he's, what we've he's, seen even from um, like PJ Washington, even, or just. People's development. I know you develop when you get to the league, right? Yeah. But it's almost like mismanagement of a wealth of talent. Sometimes, and it sometimes that way. it could be the case. Okay, so next on the list, number forty-nine, Aaron Bradshaw. Forty-nine to the Pacers. Forty-nine. Now this was. I mean, this was a situation where when he was hurt, the conversation was, okay, should he just sit out and like still a be like a shady chart and still be a top ten draft pick? But the problem mm-hmm. was. Even when he was hurt, he still was kind of like in that second round, late first round fringe. Right now, they have him at 49. Okay, it says Aaron Bradshaw's offensive roles have been limited, and it's not likely to increase after the arrival of Zvonimir Visic. Flashes of shot making and NBA tools for finishing and shot blocking still create enough theoretical potential to draw top 40 consideration. Now, this is where where I'm confused with it. Mm -hmm. I know Visic had that game. Aaron Bradshaw, though, had. Like a, a couple games, a few Thank games you. where he's been like he's gotten double doubles. Yeah, he he's he was big, like Jack mentioned he's really good at North Carolina game. Mm-hmm. Like this one, I don't understand. I don't either. And that's I like that you brought that up after you said Ivicic was what was he twelfth or something like thirty third. Oh, 33rd. Reed Shepard was 12. Reed, yeah. Reed Shepard, okay. But he was and the first was guy. He, it, was, it was Rob, Reed, then Avisage. And then Avisage. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, did, what, did they make this after just the Georgia game? Did and, and who are these people? I would like to see other mock drafts. I would like to know who. Me too. Did, is this just them conjecturing? Did they talk to scouts? Did they talk I'm to I'm sure teams? they have people they talk to. Yeah. They, all, all these guys do. All these guys have scouts they I'm talk not, to. This is surprising. Very. Now, there's one more. There's one more cat. Okay. Number 55 to the Pacers. This is the first time he's ever been on no. Reeves. Okay, yeah. The Duh, first time Reeves. Reeves has ever been on an Listen. NBA draft board. Listen, I told you, I talked to an NBA scout a few weeks ago, and he yeah. said, you know, he was looking at Reeves a little bit, and I was kind of taken aback. I was like, really? Yeah. But now he's getting some love. He's he's looking more he like is. an NBA player. A, he's your best, even Cal Perry said he's your best perimeter defender, which, tell me that a year ago, would have knocked me out of his chair. Oh, he was the worst. Was the worst. He was the worst. Not even perimeter on the whole defense. Yeah. And just, I feel like he's finally, and it just, it sucks because... At being his age, having played, you know, so many years of college basketball already, he's not getting the love. I feel like nationally, he's just starting to get it. If he were a All freshman, sophomore, oh, if he's a freshman, he'd be like the talk of, of college basketball. If he's a freshman doing this, it would he'd be, be unbelievable. He'd be the number one draft pick if he's a yep. freshman. Mm-hmm. You're no, you're exactly right. If he's averaging nineteen point eight points per game, whatever it is that he's averaging right now as a freshman, 
it, it's it's done. Like he, yep. he's the number one pick. It's over, one hundred percent. But his age does have something to do with it. Yep. But I think where he's helped himself is, like you said, defensively yeah. he's better, and then offensively he's not just a spot up shooter anymore. No. He can drive to the basket. He can hit the floater. He can hit layups. He can do these things. He he's he, he, he's dunked the basketball this year. Yep. He's doing things that he wasn't doing a year ago at Kentucky. Now he won't get into the first round, but it, it, it's good to see. Um, I mean, it says here, concerns about around uh, Antonio Reese's age and athleticism become less worrisome as the numbers 45 through 58 range. A team figures to take a second-round gamble with his 6'6 size, shot-making production, shooting versatility, and useful floater for the NBA. So the way he diversified his offensive game Mm -hmm. is now putting him on the mat for NBA scouts. Yeah, I'm really happy to see that. He just even seems quicker laterally off the first step in so many ways and I think that's a big part. Braden Welsh who's the trainer now at Kentucky, he has made so much an improvement in these guys and I think Reeves is one of the biggest um, instances where you can see his work, not even just physically what he's added on muscle wise, but just his quickness in all areas of movement. He Mm -hmm. seems like a different player more explosive and um just i think that was the biggest thing defensively that it was hard to watch when he first got to kentucky just didn't seem quick enough laterally or or in any way and now now he does it's like he has the the athleticism he's somehow conjured up which is crazy to think that far into your college career no it it, it really really is but i like i it's 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 just an interesting, like I said, it's an interesting mock draft. We'll see if things things are going to change. Um, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> pain, KP. Th- things are going to change uh, as the season goes on. And guys are going to move up. Guys are moved down. But uh, no, it's it's going it's going to be interesting to see that. Now, Louisville does play Clemson tonight. We haven't really talked about any of it. It's a 9 p.m. game. Good Anna, night, are you man. going to be are you going to be no. up watching this game? No, no. I mean, I might be up. I don't know if I'm going to be. I'm going to be watching like Community or something. <laughs> Community. I'll check it in the morning. I'll check, check it in the, in the morning. morning. It's too late to get invested. I'm going to have to stay up and watch it because of my job. I was about to say you're going to miss the post game show. That's going to be tragic. I am going to miss. It. I'll listen to it on, on podcast though. Right, right. But you'll see me and Phil's text when you wake up. Oh, yeah. I'll see you and Phil texting you at the postgame. I don't know what the post. Now, James, do you think is the postgame good? Here's my prediction. The postgame show, they don't talk about Kenny. They don't talk about Kenny Payne. They'll talk about the game. It's going to turn into Chris Beer conversation. Yeah, has the possibility. You know. I, I, that's the odds-on favorite. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be Chris Beard. I think Ethan Moore is going to have to battle Chris Beard conversation at 1 a.m. Who are the Woo! other two people in Truly's post? I know, was that Nate Oates? And- oh, in Truly Donovan's post? It was, it was Eric Musk, Musselman. Jerome Tang and Mick Cronin, okay, okay, but not Musselman. anymore. Yeah, and then and Mick Chris Cronin Beard. Was exited, yeah, but yeah, yeah. He, he, the one he, he, he blocked out was, was Mick Cronin. Now, uh, before we before we get out of here, James, you have an idea that you floated to Phil Baker today. So we, it, it, February first is Thursday. So James has an idea okay. for the month of February. James, go ahead. Phil might get mad, but full transparency, it was kind of not my idea. You know, <laughs> bullies around here, but we're going to start like James Black History Month. <laughs> Look at Anna. <laughs> So, so we're gonna learn. We're gonna learn about James Black. James, for the month are of- you okay? Blink if you're okay. Well, yeah, you know, there's bullies around here. No, I'm fine. 
I'm like, James, I don't know if we have an HR, but I want to make sure you're okay. Oh, this idea came from HR. <laughs> Phil Baker is HR. That might be. Oh, my God, he is? Yeah. You can do that in small business, Anna. Yeah, you can. You can float around. But we're going to learn. We're going to learn. Phil Baker is HR. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to learn historical now facts about our good friend. Now I know where to take my SOFRO complaints. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Talk to you later tonight, Phil. <laughs> Just kidding. We're going to learn about James Black throughout the month I of February. I can't wait. Bring it. Isn't that exciting? If I you're can't... a musician, let's do a musical. No, I mean, it's. Well, we're going to do history. It's going to be way before the musician stuff. Yeah, okay. way before the musician stuff. Like young James Black. Which we should have, like a piano. Like, like a... that picture I sent you. You're going to see how many points I scored that whole season. Yeah, oh, that's that, just going to be the Black. James he, Black history. He's. he's I get it. Yeah. Because you were like. Anna, oh, my she God. She was nervous. <laughs> I was like, why is she so nervous? I don't know. I don't think anything bad was said. I was just thinking, like, we were making him spearhead a whole diversity and inclusion department. <laughs> like, it was Black History Month, and we were making James do all of it. I was like, James! James is the head of our new DEI Are department. you okay? Do you have to do trainings on us? And I said bullying. Oh, man, that was all the way back. I know! I was like, do you have to come in with, like, a poster board? Do you have to do gonna... a slide? I thought you were going to be talking about Frederick Douglass. We're all, we're all could have been. Are you going to be talking about Harriet Tubman? No, this is the spinoff of my gamer tag. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel you way better about that. When I said this. Black James Matter, it wasn't the, the, uh, the movement or well, whatever. I'm dying. Well, I just, James Black uh, History. So, okay, I like it. It's a spotlight on yeah, you. I mean, I liked it before, too. I just felt like you needed some help. Like, hey, right. I thought they were just throwing it on me because I'm the black guy. Yes. <laughs> is that wrong? Maybe this is showing my biases. Maybe this is showing I need the training. I'm crying. I need the diversity training. Right, 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 Phil. I had the biases. What Phil would the change black? I was like, hey, why did hey, you? James. Hey, James. I was like, why are you making this? This is not how. You do the black history. Yes, I thought they were making him do all yeah. black history. We're going to go into the conference room. I was like, oh my God. It's going to be like an underground railroad experience in there. My history. Anna should be happy about that because now I won't be coy. Yeah, you won't be coy. Yeah, James is coy. He won't be as coy he anymore. He'll be up front. Okay, it's going to be like talking about your uh, feats and accomplishments. Okay, I was cool with it before. I just felt like it wasn't much, fair How many points did James average when he was He's like, seven I was years nine old. pounds, six ounces. <laughs> the basketball and hey, that basketball picture you sent us is tough. pretty cool. I scored one point that whole season <laughs> on the wrong basket. Probably. <laughs> My parents were like, "We'll give you a dollar for every point," and I threw all game plans out the window. You want one dollar, baby? What I'm gonna get? Oh my god, man! Okay, I'm so glad <laughs> to hear. <gasps> This is James Black history. This is the ma- <laughs> that's the most magical segment we've done I was all day. Like, this man needs help and a way out. <laughs> you were like, and Phil texted me. He said he can't take any more complaints. <laughs> no, he's had enough. Now that I just lit everything on he's fire, had he's had and NAACP is going to show up there's, here tomorrow. Look, there's three people. I'm that, so sorry. Phil may help me because you know I'm the like the the black Phil Baker. You know, <laughs> yeah, like the white James Black. Yes. Well, I'm gonna. The, 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 he's the white I'm James not Black. Gonna yeah, interpret yeah, yeah. Any of this. I'm not going to interpret anything anymore. <laughs> okay, we got to go. Gotta I am so sorry for making it. <laughs> You're okay. No, you made it funny. I actually had tears coming out of my eyes. I That's how hard I was laughing at that. We can't win. <laughs> we can't win. Don't like, text her. Don't worry, Anna. I didn't get it either. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Truly Donovan is actually Janet 
Jackson, you've never seen him in the same place. Why is Charlie Donovan Janet Why? Jackson? What? Text, text, you have to tell us more of the theory. No, texture. James Black History Month. I'm in it. I'm in, damn it. Texter. You're in it. Wow. Like he's in for it. He's ready to go. Texture. Wow. Reeves can actually make layups. How's he not a lottery pick? Is he, he didn't drive to the basket last Boy. year. That's what I'm talking about. He didn't drive. He just stood if out there. Don't. He stood in his corner the way Kellen Grady used to. He stood in his corner and. <laughs> <laughs> and waited for waited for the ball. Okay, I <laughs> hope there any more. Is there any more James Black History? Month? I got to refresh. Oh, Let's see if there's more James Black History Month text. I was I, about I, to help I, you glue just, things on like a trifle. She was going to come in and help. I you was set like, it up. who should we talk about? <laughs> it was kind of cute. She felt so bad. I was like, don't <laughs> James will she, celebrate she together. She, she's like, we can come in. We can talk about Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, we'll do. Famous African American scientist. Yeah. That's in the other studio immersive yeah, experience. Go, go for there. All right, oh we my gotta, god! We gotta, Shut. we gotta get out of here. Anna Trillo, thank you so much. That was a yeah, great show. I'm sorry. Anna, had, the show had it all. Uh, tomorrow, <laughs> the show has everything. It did have everything. Tomorrow, we'll go to Texas said Kenny Payne is bring Brom home. <laughs> He'll be here for James Black History Month too. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tomorrow we'll have Weird Wednesday. And Kendrick Haskins here on the roundtable.